0: um oops three two one hi welcome to qbt i'm maddie germs and i'm shawnee and we're two queer babes talking about mental health pop culture and whatever the hell else we want and we're we're next to your year, a beautiful um christmas tree isn't it glorious it's um it's so pretty
1: I am now and golds. on turning you into a Christmas fan. I think I found my life mission, my life purpose, one might say. Okay, well, um, you and my mom can stop bullying me and uh, let's get the show started. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to talk slick, all up in my ear and shit. <laughs> What's up, Slut? Howdy, you know, just keeping this bussy warm. Oh, just warm for the holidays. Warm for the holidays. Warm for just you. <laughs> just, just for me. Nobody's, mm. nobody's home for the holidays over here. Ouch! I know. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much. There's so much I hate about that. Um. <sighs> okay.
0: For, so for subslot this week, I was wondering if you can share either if you can remember this, like one of the best gifts you've ever received. Mm. But if you can't think of that, just like a nice holiday gift somebody gave me. Or in in memory in general.
1: (sighs) Well, let's see. But Um, I feel like gift doesn't have as much like, you know, necessarily like nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the best gift that I've gotten. I don't think I've gotten it yet. Um, (laughs) Everyone who's ever given me a gift Can find. Just know that it's been subpar Oh my god No 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 I think that um, I just don't like going through every gift I've gotten honestly So let's go through instead Um, The memory's easy It was uh, I believe I was 7 maybe 8 At my grandmother's house She like did a whole thing For Christmas Like her living room she just decked out in Christmas stuff we had a photo shoot there it was like my first time falling in love with like a camera it was a thing also it was just like the Christmas I think I've gotten the most gifts ever in life it was okay. like the perfect age where you're like seven eight. People know you're into Power Rangers or Sailor Moon or whatever. Like, so they're getting you all that stuff. And you're like, yeah, this is exactly what I want. You know, like, you know, I don't want clothes. Mm -hmm. I don't want these other things. Get me toys. And I'm at an age where toys are literally my lifeblood right now. So, yeah, it was a really good... That was a really good Christmas. There's, um... Dang, I thought I had a photo here, but I don't have one handy. Um, like a sense of togetherness. You got the, <laughs> the you wanted. A sense of togetherness. Everybody was dressed to, like, the nines. Which I don't know why we don't say the tens, because it's better, but whatever.
0: Do people know? say the tens? No.
1: Okay. Um, we were all really dressed up. I had on this dope, like, Tommy Hilfiger um, two-tone, like, button-up shirt. Hell My yeah, mom was did. flying this all-white, like... Sweater with like some gold like trim on it yes, and like these did. white leggings with yeah. like these nude like pumps. Oh, and then my dad would just look like an older version of me. It was okay, it was a mood, honestly. I think my whole life has been trying to recreate that Christmas, and wow. one day I will. Okay, okay, I went in for a minute. Sorry, no, that's good. <laughs> I, I'm like letting that all wash over me. Yeah. Um, it's the literal reason why I like Christmas that memory alone.
0: Okay. I'm going to be honest that, like, sometimes... I have memories that are sort of similar, but they, like, stress me out also. Okay. Like, the the level of, like... I always felt like it was, like, such a performance, the whole thing, that it, like, it stressed me out more than, like, brought me into the jo- joy. I'm just, like, everyone's faking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, everyone seems like I, like, I don't understand this like, right now. But, I mean, that's not always true. And, I, like, and so I know that that perception is, like, off. I just, like...
1: I don't know. I just feel like there's so much pressure around it. Like, There can be. Yeah. I definitely... I mean, I've been pressuring myself this holiday season. It still doesn't really feel like I mean, trying to match up from something that happened when you were seven, that's like a lot. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) why I'm in therapy, honestly. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Will you pretend to be my grandmother? (laughs) This is why no relationship works out. I'm like, will you just be my parents? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Please. (laughs) We had, like, practice for the picture early. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, so... Hmm. Um, I've honestly had some really good Christmas or Christmas-adjacent memories in recent years by, like, kind of celebrating, I guess, the holidays in ways that are not, uh... As traditional but like still trying to make time and create space you know but uh one of the more traditional recent memories like the fact that you can remember something from seven i'm like wow bragging that's crazy um <laughs> but uh one of the last times i went home we got skydiving as a gift and that was what? rad it was really fun
1: you've been skydiving
0: yeah it was really fun i like immediately was like i want to do this over and over again. I truly only experience joy like that on like roller coasters and falling from an airplane. And like I feel so free. I just giggle. I love it. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I <Maddie>. love it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm broken. So uh what
1: uh music have we been listening to? This week? <laughs> you are nailing it on the segues just every single time. Um, yeah. music. Um I'm listening to Kid Cudi I just that man since his debut album has been just it for me I how old was I let's just let's continue to go down like memory lane here I think that when that first album came out I was maybe 19 or 20 no I think I was like 20 I was like 20 when that came out
0: how was that different than 19 or 20
1: (laughs) sorry I just want to you're not a teenager anymore okay. you're fully fully into your 20s okay right I, right like you're really difference. allowed to be a mess when there's you turn a 20 huge difference I'm so sorry yeah. I didn't notice yeah. before you're 20 you're not a mess you just like you know you're a teenager then when mm-hmm. you turn 20 it's like no you're just like a mess anyways yeah. um,
0: they're like stop pouting
1: yeah <laughs> you should have it together right now you've graduated from yeah. high school um, it's not high school it's neurochemical depression <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. You know what I mean? I don't know why we're not guidance counselors, honestly. Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, fuck them kids. <laughs> These kid. like are crazy. No, I don't Have feel you that seen way. Euphoria? Um, oh. Anyways, yeah. At age twenty, he Kid Cudi, Kid Cuddy verbalized all of my feelings, and it was also this moment where I. It was a big deal for me. I was like, look at this black man who also suffers from, like, mental health things. I thought that I was the only black person in the world that, like, had issues. And I've learned since then that we all have fucking issues. And some of us just choose to go get, like, something, like, to go get help. And uh, the issues weren't
0: necessarily, like... I got hard from the streets, and now I have to, like, live my life in this way. Right. It was was a little different. It was a little
1: different. But but his whole sort of, like, solo dolo, like, I'm by myself, I, like, sort of like being by myself, but also know that being by myself is probably not the healthiest thing. Yeah. Was, like, this weird, the way he just, again, put it into words was, like, this is exactly how I feel. Like I, He's the more,
0: like, psychedelic version of The Weeknd.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I normally would mean that as an insult, but I don't. Like, I like Kid Cudi. Yeah. I would say that I can't, like, that Pursuit of Happiness song. Mm -hmm. I know that. I, I, like, that was played everywhere. I listened to that a lot. There's a song that he did with Lady Gaga, too. Or Lady Gaga was featured on one of his songs or something.
1: He was featured on... What was that? Was it a Poker Face remake? That might be it. Mate... Cause
0: there's that song with Wale, Wally?
1: Wale, Wale. Wale. <laughs> yeah, Wale. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Great movie. AT phone home. Yes. Not the same thing. Um, <laughs> that song when she like where she's on that, and I feel like she did another one, but I think it is the um, Poker Face remix, and maybe it isn't like actually released anywhere, and it was just like put on YouTube or something. It might
1: have been one of those weird like, was Bearshare still around back then? Maybe so. I'm. Now Bear share be stressed like down. Goldilocks, bit be- like um, Napster. Oh, there was like this thing called Bear Share.
0: It sounds like m- that different than LimeWire and Napster. That sounds like it is like we are definitely for porn. <laughs> <laughs> Bear porn.
1: Oh, it was. <sighs> I make her say yes. There it is. I yeah, used to love that song because he sampled her. Yeah. Ow ow, 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 That yeah. was, like, my first or second year in college, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all around that, like, becoming, coming of age. Yeah. Because you don't come of age in high school. You're a fucking high schooler. Pursuit
0: of Happiness, though, is, like, a very good song. And, like, uh, whatever. But this new one is, like, the third of this Man mm-hmm, on the Moon mm-hmm. thing. Tr- series. Trilogy.
1: Those For now, are... it's a trilogy. I'm sure we'll get a fourth one. Oh,
0: okay. This one's called Chosen. Yeah. It's... Feels a little more like I've gotten some things together. Still sad, but, like, I'm, like, experiencing you know, this with, like, some wisdom and nostalgia. And he's, fucked like, an up
1: and... adult adult. Like, I mean, yeah. I've been watching him on um, like We Mid-30s Are Who We Because he's on that show, that HBO show. Oh. He plays the dad of the young black person. Um, he also who's... just
0: got a lead in this role. I think he's going to play a gay man. From, oh, dope. From this... Um... Ah oh, shit There's this black author Don't tease author. me like that Kid No Cuddy. but there's this black author Who just got a book That like For people who read There was a black author Who like Had a, a book That um Got a lot of Praise And they just Got it for a movie And then I think Kid Cuddy has been tapped To play one of the what leads What a description <laughs> People who know Will know People who know They're gonna be like know. Yeah that's true that,
1: that guy But anyway He's becoming more of an actor So he's like Not only well, a He's like um, How to make it in America Cause he was in that too On HBO no. I think him and HBO have like a thing going on. Sure. I like him a lot. I mean, I find him attractive, like I want Very him, handsome. but also I like his music a lot. I like what he has to say. I feel like his this for this to be the third album in this in this uh Man on the Moon series. Yeah. You can if you listen to those albums, not the ones in between, yeah. you get this cohesive sort of storyline and you can sort of track his mental health product, uh, cool. progress. I don't know. I like him a lot. I really like. And the he's album. giving daddy vibes these days. Because it's a he's whole. Older. It's a whole vibe.
0: It very much is like. It feels spacey. The cover has like, mm-hmm. galactic, kind of looking face on it. They're you always know. spacey though. Great, good for him. I mean, he he, <laughs> he sounds like you know the come down from a mushroom trip a That's, little bit. You know, there we like, go. It, it's great. I enjoyed a lot. I you know I sometimes can't tell the difference between songs But it just kind of is all like an experience and it's a good mm-hmm. it's all well produced And I, I think that sometimes that's a bad thing for an album if it's like all too up or something like that But I think the way it works for him is that I'm never like, ugh, what is this song? You know it all flows oh, yeah. it all like mm-hmm. it all still works and and you get the upbeat you get some slower stuff Yeah But it just feels like a mix, you
1: know? I mean, like a way an album, I guess, should be. Should be. But Speaking of the way albums should be and black men putting out albums. That Channel Channel that Mixtape, EP, whatever it is. is. It's It's very cute. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. Starts off with the Lil Wayne Blunt Mm -hmm. light. Mm -hmm. I feel like I also hear a little bit of like a different direction in sound, which is nice. Mm -hmm. It sounds a lot like the um, song he was on on the Disclosure album. Mm. yeah
0: Yeah, but like that was disclosure so it's like amped up disco this is like toned down Down. disco yeah i feel like there's that one song that sounds like it's from shark tales the one about the skate ring i was just (laughs) gonna
1: say there's skate depot (laughs) yeah skate
0: depot it reminds me of when shark Tale covered car wash
1: do you remember that oh my god (laughs) yes (laughs) And I'm gonna let you know I didn't hate
0: it I loved it I didn't hate it either <laughs> um, Skate Depot It sounds like he's saying Like skanky
1: ho Or yeah, something yeah. like that I, I thought he was saying Straight people <laughs> Straight people And I was like What about them <laughs> Straight people <laughs> They go to the Skate Depot They go to the Skate Depot um, um, That The Tanashi song I wanted to like more Because Well because Tanashi Is my third Most listened to artist In 2020 sure. So I expected more I guess I mean, It I, wasn't bad, I just wanted to like it more Than I than it actually came out For Channel Tress I
0: experience often more Of just kind of like wanting to have a sound On versus necessarily Like a track, you know what I mean? Like mm. I don't really I can't really name any of his songs It's just like whenever he comes out with music I just listen to it kind of on repeat for a while
1: And it just is a vibe It's just I would say that those Yeah <laughs> it's fun Straight people Straight people Straight people <laughs> Straight people Skate Depot Skanky ho Skanky hoes um, Can I just pause you real quick Because kay. um, I opened the Adidas website And I probably shouldn't have But I did Because yeah. it's Christmas And They have a Star Wars Mandalorian Ew ZX2K Boost Why
0: is this name so long? Is that just Yeezy Marvelous Just trying to describe Trying to disguise himself
1: It's not bad Oh, it's not ugly I don't know I mean, I don't know Do you want this for Christmas? No Come on, let's get matching Mandalorian shoes No, girl Okay, if any listeners want to get matching matching Mandalorian shoes with me
0: I just would rather have like
1: I mean if someone else is gonna buy them, like give me give me matching
0: Balenciaga boots. Like why why am I talking to myself and stuff my, like <laughs> some fucking
1: Yoda ass shoes? I don't need that. Yoda. <laughs> what the heck is that? Balenciaga's are more than $150 though. Okay, so am I. I don't have an argument for that, so. <laughs> I am not easy. <laughs>
0: Like Miss Troy Sivan and Casey Musgraves and Tr- Mark yes, Johnson. What an excellent
1: segue! Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> this little remix of this, it's a much smaller song on Troy's album. It's very cute, but the remix is so good. Casey Musgraves comes in. The way she says, Darlin, fully brought a tear to my eye. I was like, Aww. I like was making my coffee and heard her come in, and I was just like, I think also I've been revisiting her music lately just because I miss her or something <laughs> and like and uh i was watching all of these live videos and interviews that i didn't watch for golden hour like i really there were videos for golden hour that i just never saw like i never watched i'm a music video person i just like never watched any of them so like two weeks ago maybe three weeks ago i just kind of went down this casey train and then you know that same week i get this like little weird remix thing that has baby troy in a mullet and
1: baby troy
0: prouncing around and casey musgraves coming in and just duetting with him it
1: sounds really cute you know what lives in my mind rent free -free. is um that buzzfeed article about troy savant being a twink (laughs) (laughs) and being like okay i guess i'm a twink i mean i think that is literally we were talking about this earlier like i want to like troy savant but there's like this block where that Buzzfeed article comes in and I'm just like, "Damn, for some reason I can't." Okay, but that. <laughs> Troy Savon has outlasted Buzzfeed, you know what I mean? Yes. Did they fully go under this
0: week? Did they? I feel like I'd be I feel like I there's hope, been like another I mean, mass exodus. They might have gotten bought by someone. I feel like I saw a lot of journalist Twitter being like RIP Buzzfeed, but maybe that was like journalist Twitter. That's you know, the thing. and of course,
1: if you type in Buzzfeed and news, it just gives you Buzzfeed news. No, articles.
0: we're not doing that. Gwen Stefani also came out with a single called "Let Me Reintroduce Myself," where Talk she's about like, "Buzz." <laughs> well, she's like, <laughs> she's basically being like, "I can still make no doubt music. I just was choosing not to." I'm fascinated by this. Visually, it's cool. I'm saying like,
1: unmute that shit though, and you're like, "Yuck! That's bad. It's not good." <laughs> that's like a um, <sighs> that's like a. A children's television show oh my intro. god it does and
0: the way that colors yeah it totally is that well children who make excellent television Chloe and Halle just got the billboard women in music thing and they you did are over three right now thank you. <laughs> no. thank you I think you mean three for three three for um, three I, mean. um, I sports, sports. <laughs> the for the girls uh, new track thing that they did they like redid it and they have this like beautiful floral display display it's so cute and they did the Tiny Desk concert. I feel like maybe more, you know, old white people listen to them now. They're nominated for Grammy, so they got their respect or whatever. Yeah. But Beyonce presented the award to them of the, like, Billboard Women in Music, and that was very cute. She looked either high or pregnant. Beyonce? Yeah or both maybe both I mean <laughs> yeah I don't want to put that on I her baby can, but <laughs> I mean me either but I think you
1: can like smoke weed when you're pregnant I don't I'm know don't not me on that we I'm are not, not advocating yeah. or advising that um yeah it was cute I liked it a lot I feel like Chloe and Hallie, if you had anything to say about them three years ago you might still have something to say about them now but at least you probably respect them more cause like them girls can sing yeah and all I really want is this little mermaid like movie with apparently Aquafina is a fish as you informed me today. Aquafina is a fish. I and then there's some little boy who's played flounder like maybe like
0: Jacob Tremblay or something. That sounds absolutely correct. And then Melissa McCarthy's
1: Ursula. Yeah, I remember that. It was disappointing, but whatever. I feel like some of the cast has been announced and some of the, some of the cast has just recently been announced. I mean, I'm okay with the <laughs> Disney would never go in this direction. I'm okay with the racial dynamics of Ariel beating Ursula as like a that fa- as like Ursula is a white woman. Oh, I see. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. that's that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean, because they could have done Queen Latifah, and I feel like I might have had an issue with like two black women battling it out. Like, that. I wish it had been like Latrice Royale. That I would definitely be it. That'd
0: be so funny. Damn. Um but Disney is, like, <laughs> pumping shit out right now. They've got, like... They just announced a bunch of new shit. So there's all the new Star Wars stuff. There's, like, a Lando show. Mm-hmm. There's a new Obi-Wan show where they're bringing Hay- Hayden Christensen back from... I had a huge retirement crush death. on Hayden Christensen when I
1: was in middle school, and I don't know why.
0: Well, sure. And he was also in that one movie where, like, he gets sort of naked, and it was
1: super steamy. Yeah. that's That was my, like, gay awakening. Yeah, he had, There was like, a lot of gay awakening happening for me in middle school.
0: I feel like... He had that, um, who's the one from Cruel Intentions that... Ryan Felipe. He's, he and Ryan Felipe are very, very similar. And it's just, like, five-year difference. You either crushed on that from Cruel Intentions if your,
1: you know, parents were sinful and allowed you to watch R-rated movies. I watched that movie in, like, silence in my room at, like, (laughs) one o'clock in the morning one weekend because I was like, my mother is never going to let me watch Cruel Intentions, but I heard about it. Blonde Joshua
0: Jackson. Yeah. I still want that little cross necklace. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for whenever I need a spoonful of sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps the medicine go down.
1: Go powder your nose.
0: Um, But uh, Harrison Ford is coming out of retirement for... Indiana Jones an 5. Indiana Jones movie, which fuck Shia LaBeouf, who was just in those last two, last one.
1: Yeah, they were trying to pass the torch on to Shia LaBeouf for a minute Is the next no. nice Indiana. And fuck him. Thank I mean, God they didn't do that. Yeah, because
0: Twigs just came out and was talking about All the abuse that he offered her. And then there was also many other ex-girlfriends in the mix. Which also, I mean, he's been arrested (laughs) several times for battery. He
1: looks like, I, Shia LaBeouf walks into a room and I would be like, I gotta go. <laughs> like i just i'm leaving because there's i mean something if he is was a room full of
0: like 15 people and you're like who's the abuser you'd be like i mean that Him. one, <laughs> <I'm like, Duh. laughs> one. Who yeah. are you talking about <laughs> yeah i mean that's like not necessarily fair because like the ways in which abuse shows up in reality is like often in yeah 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 whatever. but shia labeouf
1: looks like an abuser i know period. i know he
0: does <laughs> i mean and it sucks too because he also just released this movie about his traumas and about his ptsd and like Honestly, there's sometimes when you're just like you're acting too good. Like I know that you are this person. Yeah, it's, like, like, you're it's not, not even just acting. that you you're saw your dad you. do it. Like you're that person.
1: It's like when Christian Bale was like killing it as Batman. It's like yeah, because you're a psychopath. Oh yeah, <laughs> is he the one that the audio got leaked where <laughs> yeah, he was I'm like screaming? So like at like, at like a productionist? <laughs> he's like she's like <laughs> it's just coffee. I don't understand. Like <laughs> she's like I want to Starbucks. Like the you ordered. he's like you like, stupid card. It's fucking bad.
0: Yeah. You
1: forgot the stopper! And oh it's my like, god. oh
0: my god, sir. Yeah, he's definitely called someone a faggot in the bad way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of faggots, have you watched
1: Prom? Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> this... <laughs> the work today is going to be segues. How do do segues? I'll,
0: I'll teach a class. <laughs> and if you'll pay me, I'll teach a class. So um, good. This Prom movie... Okay, we... Talked a bunch of shit about it because the credit song has Meryl Streep rapping, which just so is, we are clear, is terrible. <laughs> it's bad. Um, if you're a musical person, like, don't even begin to watch this. There's no reason for you to. <laughs> okay. If you are sort of a musical person or enjoy these things, I think that honestly, it has some things to offer except for James Corden. Like, I dislike he that playing
1: a gay man? Yes. That's sad. I dislike just, this person well, deeply beforehand.
0: <laughs> And then seeing this, like, performance, it's just, like, it felt very, like, 90s SNL of, like, these, like, people just, like, flipping their wrists and, like, it it was, like, a fit <laughs> like, like, I'm, like, there's a,
1: there's a, and my mouth is a gape right now. Like,
0: I don't always think, you know, necessarily that, like, you know, in the future, straight people can't play these gay roles or whatever. I don't – I'm not, like, so firm in that. I think that there will be room in the future once we get equal access to jobs. Like, okay, fine, whatever. But, like, yeah. we also need to be triple careful, though, if we're doing a gay role that is also a stereotypical gay role. Like, it's one thing when, like, someone like Billy Eichner is coming in and, like, flipping his wrists around and yeah. flooding from one scene to another. Like, that's one thing. Or I guess Cola School is a better version of that, doing that thing of just, like – being a little slut twink running around. Yeah. Like, let's have a makeover or whatever. But when J- James Corden <laughs> is doing it, it's just like, are oh. you making fun of me? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, it feels so weird. It's very homophobic. No, it... it.
1: I, I mean, but right nothing now, like James Ryan Corden to is, make a gay thing that's homophobic. James Corden is o for 2 or 2 for 2. For homophobia, I feel like between cats and prom, do you just oh, hate God. gay people? Oh, I think he hates himself. I think maybe that.
0: Um, honestly, Nicole Kidman's a delight in it. She just like are we surprised?
1: It's Nicole um, Kidman she, at this but point. But she's uh,
0: in the last several things that she's been uh, like in that kind of queer delight. It's been devastating. Like, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. oh my god, Nicole Kidman's so <laughs> suffering right now. You know what I mean? And
1: like whereas like this. Movie, I don't want she, Nicole Kidman unless she's suffering.
0: She's wearing one of those <laughs> like uh, High School Musical hats. You, you know how Disney Channel used to always put those girls in like little newsy hats? <laughs> like, like for like nine years, they were like, yeah, I was girl wear like this a hat. trucker
1: hat that was like yeah, air, no, that was
0: like airbrush." No, that is what the Disney kids did when they started drinking. Before they start drinking, they put them in little newsy hats. Oh, okay, <laughs> but like anyway, Nicole Kidman's running around in a little newsy hat. Um, Meryl Streep has like earrings that you can tell way too much. Like they just like <laughs> look too heavy, Are your <laughs> ears like weighed yeah, down. Yeah, they look oh like they're God. like being pulled, and um and then she has this one. She's wearing this like small wig and like two strands of hair that like kind of act as a
1: bang that like swing around. Oh my um,
0: this looks like the you... kind of
1: off the rails movie that I need actually.
0: I mean. Uh, it still like that kind of lesbian Christmas movie. Feels like a gay story from like the Obama era. It mm-hmm. feels like a little bit we're still fighting for marriage, but it's it's also it's taking place in Indiana. The prom thing was a news story that wasn't oh, that sure. long ago. Like,
1: Is, what's Kerry Washington doing? Is she doing good? I mean,
0: sh- so well. James Corden is homophobic in an accidental way. Carrie Washington <laughs> is homophobic in a purposeful way. Okay, <laughs> but, mm, I
1: kind of might prefer that more. Yeah, <laughs> I think it literally
0: opens with her being like, "Gays allowed? No, thank you." Like, I mean, I think that's like how it starts. Sold. I'm watching yeah. this movie. <laughs> she sings. Um, honestly, though, she looks the best at the ending prom scene. She walks in. I mean, I guess spoiler, but like, she walks in and she just looks. Well, of course, the prom in- happens. Incredible. Well, I mean, I guess it's sort of a spoiler that the homophobic mother shows up.
1: I already know what happens with her.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, no, this movie is not devastating anyway. It's a musical. It's meant to be acceptance. It's meant to be whatever. But the worst part about it is James Corden. I also don't think that this happened in the original Broadway musical. They wrote in this scene about him, like, reconciling with his mother who, like, outcast him. And they... It was just, it made me want to throw up. It was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like James Corden is just like, mom, like, you don't know how hard it was for me. I'm like, go uh, do some car karaoke, uh, you idiot. I also love that Britney Spears, when she did carpool karaoke, was like, that man made me uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: she said that. Yes. I love she kept it. calling him like that man. She was like that one. <laughs> God, I think I might dislike James Corden. No, Um, fuck that guy. I'll watch Prom if you can find me a version that has James Corden edited. I would love to see that version. (laughs) It's just like a blurred blob. Like, I can still hear. I'll watch it then.
0: (laughs) It's just at the beginning, you're like, okay, this is homophobic, but like, maybe it's not so bad. And it's just like every other scene he's in, like, it starts off as, um, he's, it's like he's doing a cosplay of that one older gay guy, um, who's in Sex in the City Two, I think. Um, he's also in the Birdcage. Uh, Fucking in the Producers. Nathan Nathan Lane. Yes. Nathan it's Lane like, is not in like, in the city. Maybe not. But I feel like he but should. I think be. I know the
1: character, character. I know nothing. I think about I'm thinking. About, Let me just shut up. Okay. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I feel like James Corden is doing a Nathan Lane impression at the beginning of the movie, and it's a little bit like, okay, I mean, it's not necessarily your fault that you were cast for this, but it just every scene it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and it just like to the point where he's literally just like hugging his new his mom because they've like reconciled like it's it's nuts that movie is batshit but it um it all of that aside it is sort of endearing to have these like Two little interracial girls like trying to like make it in Indiana, and at the end, when they have this prom and all the little queer girls from like all over Indiana, from all their little small towns, like there's like a trans girl that comes in there. There's like all these like different gender presentations, and they're just happy, very cute. I mean, it is sappy as shit. I think if you have like any ounce of like disdain in your body for musicals or like happy mm-hmm. gay stories like mm-hmm. it's not don't watch it there's no point
1: I like my gay stories in tragic way yeah well that's what that fucking speaking of
0: oh well we didn't talk about this but we were talking about HBO off the air and you were talking <laughs> about True Blood and Alan Ball just made this movie for Amazon Prime Uncle Frank Uncle Frank which is the most depressing like and that's why I'm afraid to watch it I'm like I feel like I shouldn't no. watch have this have we talked about this on this podcast no we've talked about okay it Uncle all Frank Uncle Frank It starts okay. It's like, all right, there's this gay uncle who comes in, you know, once every four years, has a very strong impact on this young girl because she's, like, not understood by her family either. And, like, you know you have that, like, conversation with someone gay in your life when you're young enough and you're like, whoa, the world could be different, right? Mm -hmm. There's that setup of this movie. The first, like, 25 minutes, then she goes to NYU. He's a professor there. And it's also taking place in the 60s or 70s. And he's like... It sort of gets outed because she goes to a party he's throwing and she's like, oh my God, you're a full on homosexual. Everyone here is gay. My little small town mind's like losing it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, the dad dies and it becomes like August Osage County. (laughs) <laughs> like, it just takes this
1: hard pivot. I, <laughs> I both love you respect you and value you for knowing that and hate you at the same time. Oh, I mean, I love <laughs> August
0: Osage County, but I just, like,
1: I think that, like, I love a movie what that a takes... a great reference!
0: It takes place in one room. But, like, I just, like, this movie, It it just makes this hard pivot from, like, this kind of cool story about, like, the way in which... An older queer person can kind of have this tangential intergenerational relationship with a young person and then becomes this one gay man's alcoholic repressive Interaction with his homophobic family and then the ending message is all like well Isn't it nice that we can like break bread together? There's not even like a resolution of like it's fine that you're gay. They're just like well We're not gonna make you leave and then there's also, like, murder
1: and suicide thrown in there, too. It's murder! Murder! <laughs> oh, my God. It's weird that my brain went, like, yeah, suicide makes sense. Murder! Maybe, okay, maybe it is just suicide, but it feels like a murder. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I just, Alan Ball is telling
0: this, like, you know, deeply personal story. And I, I think the rumor is that it's supposed to be, like,
1: maybe based on his dad. Like, not Oh, confirmed. yeah, he said something about his mom making a comment and I understand, about his dad maybe yes, being gay. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And I understand sort of like I get that our history is not Positive, right? Like, I, but it's in the same way that you've talked about before, like, not wanting every movie, especially yeah. any movie happening before 1999, to yeah. be about like dying in the hood or slavery. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I don't need the
1: poverty <laughs> porn and I don't need slavery. I get right. it. Well, I don't need <laughs> another movie
0: about like a gay southern man who like finds it in his heart to be accepted by his family. It's just like yeah. that being the sort of in message of it was what pissed me off the most about it. I think there's great acting in it the characters are good it's just so heavy-handed and i want to see the movie where the dad dies and he hangs up the phone and says you want to get fucked up and then they just have adventures in new york That'd and be don't great. go home oh my god like that would have been a better movie we like can just make them the dad added. sucked like he in his will like leaves him one dollar and is like i'm not giving my faggot son anything and like it's awful it is an awful movie like it's like it is the redeeming thing at the end after going through punch after, punch after punch after punch after punch after punch is like my mom still hugs me and they won't like be sad if I show up every now and again. What? Like, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So the prom is different than that, right? The prom is hopeful in the ways in which like and it makes fun of like the sort of liberal elite idea. I don't know. I mean it's not like wonderful, but um The Wilds on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Also oh two Amazon Prime shows. Uh, it's like Lord of the Flies meets Lost, and then sort of like maybe like this like Hunger Games sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like nine girls are on a private jet, it crashes, and then they're being like watched. You know they survive because it starts with them being interviewed by the FBI or something. Yeah, and like so they're trying to figure out what that plane was, how they crashed, what the heck is going on, and then there's this like the hot woman from Six Feet Under. She's yeah. like,
1: what? that's twice you said that to me. I'd be like, who is well, that? Well, I didn't tell oh, it yeah. to
0: them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you guys saw my eyes, I was like working. T- trying still, to figure it out. I who is still don't lady? know her
0: name. Um, <laughs>
1: anyway, she um, is
0: in it and is great. And the kids, some of them can act. It's a very like interracial, like some lesbians, some straight girls. This like the Christian girl's problem is that she doesn't have teeth oh yeah like there's this like white girl who's like her hang up and her insecurities that she does which I assume means she probably comes from poverty I assume that her episode's going to be like five or six I'm on four right now um I would say that it like it has an opening monologue that is terrible push through it the opening monologue is literally like we got fucking blown up by a plane but nothing compares to being a goddamn teenage girl and it's like Okay. I mean <laughs> I think that might be worse, but yeah, I mean but I mean Don't the idea me is that like to be a young woman coming of age it's, it's determining hard. on it's your difficult. socioeconomic status, determining on your race, all these things. There are these hardships that happen, and that's true. And it it does in a cool way of like also cut to we got to build shelter cuz there's fire whatever the fuck. But um it's it's cute. Some of the actresses are better than the other ones, but it's I'm going to watch it It's very, like,
1: out. life on that island, oh my god, is better than having to be a Maybe teenage on so. in America. Maybe so. Mm. They do have, like, a really pretty waterfall that they
0: just discovered, which is, I'm happy for them. Girl. I'm ready for the next episode to see Okay, you. I was
1: like, girl, we can go to Waterfall right now.
0: I mean, but they can't. They're on an island. <laughs> they woke up. They woke up to the,
1: They're like, you know. Come to Portland, Oregon, and we'll take you to
0: some waterfalls. Oh, you know what, though? I also just remembered how mad I am because in the first episode, the one Asian girl dies and she was like the coolest one.
1: Oh my God! I remember that. I was actually really actually upset about that. I was like, I cannot wait to see what happens to her on the island. They're she's like, the best because she's going the fuck out of all of them and oh. that's great. I, that's who I've been treated to be on the island. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I'd watch it though. I feel like if you, if you have any interest, if you watch shows about teenage girls, then you'll like the show, I think.
1: Speaking of shows about teenage girls. Okay. That was a bad segue. I was trying to be you. Ariana, excuse me. I love oh, you. Yeah. It, looking like a teenage girl <laughs> at- but it's a solid 37 <laughs> speaking of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she is a lady who lunches okay they um- just did finish filming Orphan 2 <clears throat> wait really yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think they did it's either a prequel or a sequel oh wow but imagine Ariana Grande that that's what happened she pulls off her ponytail and then lets it, the tapes go and her face just like falls yeah and she's just like also
1: speaking of people removing teeth didn't like that happen in that movie oh yeah her teeth weren't that no she was a discarded a a little Russian, Russian girl moments in this episode um, anyway what's Ariana doing so crying crying a lot and also being Ariana. There's not much. I mean, if you wanna see what was that called? The Moonlight Tour? Sweetener Tour. No, it was Moonlight. The Toilet Bowl Tour? Yeah, that it was, was the... called the Sweetener
0: Tour. And then she released Thank You Next like in the middle of it and then had the I thought song. that
1: was the Moonlight Tour and then Sweetener was This makes no sense. Maybe I'm just getting that. There was moon. one she
0: had two albums that year, one tour. Yeah. She announced the tour and then Thank You Next came out. And then she performed Thank You Next songs on the Sweetener Tour. But it was called the Sweetener Tour with the moon and the toilet bowl. I mean, I just watched this Excuse Me, I Love You clip, and she says the Sweetener Tour. Oh,
1: okay. Well, then I'm just wrong. Um, Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Netflix is funding, fully funding, all apparently pop stars projects. So um, they are releasing on December 21st. It's okay. You can tell me. You can
0: tell me. I promise. You can tell me.
1: What? Did you watch that Shawn Mendes thing? No! Uh, Who
0: do you think?
1: I I know who you guys think I am. I just, sometimes I know a white man. Diary of Sean Thomas, okay? What? What?
0: What about Sean Thomas?
1: (laughs) Dogging on Sean Thomas? (laughs) I say Diary of Sean Thomas. Oh, oh, oh. oh. You think you know, but you have no idea. Remember that line? You think you know, but you've got no idea. You've got no idea. This is the diary of Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Remember that? No. Oh my God. I don't know what you're talking about. MTV Diary, MTV Diary. Oh no.
0: <gasps> I definitely wasn't allowed to watch MTV when they were doing that kind of thing.
1: Oh, they used to have like celebrities on that. Like the like opening sequence was always like, "You think you you think you know me, or you think you have some idea," oh. and then it would like play this little montage of like clips, and then the last thing it you you is, no like, but "You have no idea." Oh, that's this is cute. the Diary of, and then like the whoever. And then it's I mean just, I like, know
0: that phrasing, but I didn't know that that's exactly what that
1: came. Oh from. yeah, and then it's like a thirty minute just like. It's just a thirty-minute version of what I'm sure this Ariana, excuse me, I love you is, which is like behind the scenes them just like breaking down and be like, it's so hard just having to be a pop star.
0: Yeah. Well, also, I think the ones that they filmed for this are the London shows, mm. which I'm sure are, like extra emotional because that's like, yeah, it was like the one year or two year anniversary from that bombing. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: That's crazy. I would like. I I mean, and I honestly, I didn't really listen to Ariana until after the bombing. A thing. lot of people didn't. I that was, was like,
1: like a I didn't underst- cementing part of her like, status.
0: Yeah, I mean, she also, it was just like, it was for teenage girls. And then I feel like she got a death scare and was like, I'm a
1: going to grow up. Yeah. I'm going to start making music. Girl like, music. Because yeah. I mean, she went through some real shit. Yeah. And it's one of those things that sometimes when I see her being like ridiculous or I'm just like, oh my God. When I do roll my eyes at her, sometimes I like remember like she was involved in a terrorist attack yeah. honestly <laughs> like yeah. i don't know what that's about i have and no idea how her rude daddy hurt her mom and that but she grew from the drama and her like love of her life oh, died yeah, died as shit <laughs> you know so i'm like that girl's going through a lot and like, she I had don't... to date Pete davidson and she had to date beat davidson which i don't wish on anybody is he still with uh kate beckinsale who knows who knows who cares um one more thing. Fuck Roma Brown and the Queer Eye people.
0: He's out here shelling, ringing a bell for fucking Salvation Army. As if we don't know and have not known for years that Salvation Army is not here for queer people. Which, like, okay, maybe there's some debate around like how some services <coughs> for the poor are used by LGBTQ people. So, like, inadvertently they are working with LGBTQ people. But there's more and more... I don't know, if you funnel thousands and thousands of dollars into lobbying against queer rights, I don't really care that you did the nice thing of giving someone a meal. You know what I mean? Like, you're still, you, you still hate us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you just, like, don't think that we shouldn't starve, I guess. But, like, fuck the Salvation Army. Karamo Brown just can't believe it. It's so dumb. It's Jonathan Van ness is out here hawking for Uber Eats right now and, like, I just, they'll do anything for a dollar, even at the expense of the people that they're trying to empower on
1: their little show. It's just like, it's infuriating. I don't understand it. And now I get it. Now I get why Chick-fil-A cannot sponsor us. Let's take a break. (laughs)
0: And we're back with the news. The news. <laughs> the news. Um, I, I did uh, think for a moment that I was going to work for news when I was doing my media studies oh, thing. Same. I went like a little journalism route for a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wrote news copy for a little bit. Okay. Um, but then I was like, that job is terrible, and I don't want to do that.
1: Did you want to be like an anchor? Or did you want maybe to like, so? Write? Okay. I
0: think before I was like, I'll
1: be a writer because I like
0: didn't think I was like cute enough. And then like as I came into my queerness, I'm like, yeah, give me the camera, I'm like put me right
1: there. Like, yeah. Um. I mean, you're like a journalist now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. This. This podcast is like a journal. is a project of journalism. I agree. I think I don't care about facts that much, so I know what you're saying. And, and neither all- does the rest of the world, <laughs> well, apparently.
0: <there> <laughs> okay. All right. Great intro <laughs> to nothing. So uh, we are talking today about handling the holidays as a queer person. So I think as mm-hmm. there's a few ways to go with this, right? Like, don't go home. Don't go home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, exactly. And the the reason being. Homophobic family going home can be like not a safe thing to do or just a deeply unpleasant thing to do or both Um, and then you have you know Folks who have known that for a long time and then make different holiday plans and like what it means to Kind of celebrate with your chosen fam and then also For a lot of people right now anyway are gonna choose not to travel home and so even if you have a cool relationship with your family getting through you know, Hanukkah, Christmas, new year, this year will maybe feel different in the ways that it has in the past, especially as we are coming up upon like the year anniversary of lockdown stuff. It's just like, these holidays are going to look a little different. Yeah. So Shawnee and I wanted to offer a little bit of like a collab brainstorm of both of the ways that we have gotten through holidays before. Yeah. What fucking hasn't worked. Oh, God. <laughs> and then also just like some, some musings on how to handle ourselves and keep ourselves
1: Sane. some musings
0: well some musings i love that um so holidays for you you're someone who loves christmas yeah so how have like the past few but you normally spend them here right i have the
1: last few years i have spent christmas by myself (laughs) It's been interesting. Um yeah, I what ugh, since moving to Portland. My first Well, last Christmas you came to see me. Christmas yes, day you came yes, to yes, see yes, me. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. At the coast. I have woken up by like in my apartment by myself on Christmas. You haven't had like a jingle jangle Christmas I haven't had, morning like a family thing like Got whatever, it. right? Like it's yes. cookies at night. Yeah, like the whole shib- reading bang. the Bible. Yeah, that whole thing. No, I I mean, my first Christmas in Portland. I was moving here. I moved here on December. I moved here on December twelfth, two thousand sixteen. Wow. Okay. Um,
0: you just had an anniversary.
1: I did actually. It was yesterday. Damn. I yeah. I've officially been in Portland four years. Wow. Four years. That's wow. insane. You graduated, baby. <laughs> yeah. Now it's time to go. Um. That's what you do when you graduate. Yeah. So whatever. I had my first. Christmas here. I had moved here. My parents came, but they weren't here for Christmas. They like bought me Christmas gifts and then they went to Seattle like on Christmas Eve, but I got blue on Christmas Eve when I moved here. I, man, your birthday is coming up soon. Um I didn't know you got
0: him on Christmas Eve when you moved
1: here. Got him, yeah. I got him like two weeks after I moved here. Oh, because you moved Eve. here
0: with that guy, right?
1: No. You moved here by yourself. I moved here by myself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I moved here by myself, was like, well, I'm not going to move to a whole new city and just be like by myself. I need a dog. I need a dog. I need a dog for Christmas. So I got a dog for Christmas. Cute. But my parents went to Seattle, so I like on christmas day i woke up to this guy just staring at me and i was like well i guess it's just you and me well you
0: tell me what the fuck is going (laughs) on what is going on (laughs)
1: like looking like skin and bones (laughs) and he still doesn't know what's
0: happening that's Um, true me neither baby and then (laughs) we're in shawnee's apartment for this episode yeah if we're talking to blue we're in shawnee's house if If we're talking talking to jolie Jolie, it's my house (laughs) a good rule of
1: thumb until we switch it up um anyways Then every Christmas since then, I think I've been here. Like, I've been in Portland. um, I, funny enough, have, like, gone places for New Year's and, like, have usually gone places for Thanksgiving. But I feel Mm -hmm. like I've stayed in town for Christmas. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I've also kind of enjoyed it. Okay, well, what have you enjoyed
0: about it? So, like, if it's not this sort of like devastating thing in there, and or even if it's a little of, sad, okay, but, but that's what we need to talk about. So, if it's a little sad, how are we finding ways to enjoy the way the time that you're doing it alone? Because I feel like for a lot of people, this might be one of the first holiday seasons that they've ever done that. You're a pro; you've done it before. Oh, okay, I see what we're doing.
1: Yeah, um, gift giving. Believe it or not, yeah, I. It's funny, I in life was not a big like gift giver. I was definitely one of those people that's like, I want gifts, but like I'm not buying shit for people. Sure. And then at some point in life I change. um changed, like all of that changed. And uh I really enjoyed giving gifts to people. And I don't know, I feel like there has been something about buying things, wrapping them in my apartment. Um, it'll be a little bit different this year, but like essentially making people come over like one at a time to be like come over and get your gift and then like open it in front of me like that. I, that I enjoy.
0: Um, you enjoy making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Yeah.
1: Especially the white people, especially the white people. (laughs) Um, and then also like doing something on Christmas, right? Like I can say like last year we drove out to the coast to see you. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the two years prior to that, me and Blue, because it's like his birthday essentially, I am usually like, let's go to what is it called? Like Hunter Anchors or uh-huh. whatever. It's like this huge dog park um, outside of Portland. Yeah. And it's like something to do that feels again like I'm giving something to somebody, which yeah. happens to be my dog, and we'll just we're just out there for like two and a half yeah. hours and it's just like he's having a blast, like I'm not just sitting in my apartment the whole mm-hmm. day. I second that. I found that um, planning a hike or, like,
0: something like that or just some sort of outdoor activity, even if it's, you know, obviously it's December, weather's not great, depending right. on where you're listening all the time. But sometimes it's, like, good enough to be able to, like, walk to a coffee shop or something, you know, like, uh, just something simple to kind of, like, get you out of your house and and moving. Um, yeah. Planning something. I think... Um, Planning a call in advance can be good. Like, I at least know on this holiday that I'm going to for sure be talking with X. um, Yeah. To make sure that there's, like, some connection there. Um, Because I can, I mean, it's hard. Because, like, I feel like I've made a sort of conscious choice to separate myself from... um I was tired of like my presence my yearly like time with my family being on Christmas when I don't like Christmas that much and mm-hmm. then there's so much pressure. I'm like mm-hmm. I'd rather come see you in June. Mhm. Like and then what I would rather do, which is what I find more joy in is like gathering some friends and going to a cabin somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like we don't necessarily do this whole like gift exchange thing. Um we, we can if we want to But like for me it's like You have given me the gift of time You have like offered Driving Sleep or you know Sometimes if we get an Airbnb The cost of like joining In with me True. in this And like I don't need a thing I'm taking joy in the few days That we have here together to spend time And that's like I think um For so long, Christmas for me was just all about the gifts. Like, it was like, Mm -hmm. I became a kid who was just obsessed with what I was going to get. And I would, like, I mean, it's sort of embarrassing now. But, like, I would always, like, you know, starting, like, November, anytime my mom stepped foot out of the house, tearing it apart, looking for my presents. Oh, yeah. And, like, one year I got this digital camera and I had fully, like, done like a photo shoot on this camera like i had like and then like deleted everything i'd like i had like fully like plugged it into my computer and figured out like how to work it and then just packaged it all up nicely oh, yeah.
1: and then I'm let the it be wrapped and shit. opened it and was like oh my goodness i'm not supporting like labor but like children should be packing like boxes and doing things they know how to do that shit perfectly <laughs> yeah, i because did all the, like, i i found my playstation 2 before like a month and a half before Christmas and fully took it out and was like, I'm fucking playing this shit. And like did that and put it back and put it in the closet behind my stepdad's porn tapes and like (laughs) pretended to be surprised when I opened it that day. And I mean, I'm going to tell you the story about my stepdad's porn tapes. Oh my God. Okay. That's a a 2021
0: teaser. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll tackle her. Um, I think for me though, the older I got, I was like, I buy myself the things that I want generally throughout the year like Mm -hmm. I don't Part of that is I have no self-control but also another part of that is like, you know I don't I'm not gonna wait for someone else to give me the thing that I'm waiting for and so for me things that are made like art or Whatever uh, offering your time like I was saying like those things often mean more to me than like the thing also because like the, also the older I've gotten, the more people I've known who, like, grew up not getting, like, really any presents on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so this cultural expectation becomes this weighty expectation. It doesn't become fun. It doesn't become, like, a yeah. choice. It becomes, like, this yeah. obligation. Um, and I think other people experience this on things like Valentine's Day, and it becomes this pressure of, this is a holiday about family. It's a holiday about gifts. And if you don't have either of those things, then you're fucking lame. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think that that sucks. And I think that, like... Really putting that pressure on a day is just like not fair to anyone. You know what I mean? and so like I've gotten more into sort of being chill around the season and just sort of having this sort of season of like I'm gonna try and take my time and make sure that I spend some time with people I care about making sure I reach out and let people know I care about them As a way for my self-care, you know, so that I don't let the sads get in of like Oh, man I'm not going home because my parents and I don't have a great relationship right now or like They say that it's okay for me to come home, but actually I have to pretty much pretend I'm not gay. Anyone who sort of asks about my story or my whereabouts, I'm supposed to know to not really talk about my gayness too much, to not embarrass my family. Mm -hmm. Half of my family members don't know or all voted for Trump or... Like are
1: homophobic or all of those things. Right. Or to go to a place where you have to... Because I mean, I experienced this too, right? As much as I love Christmas and as much as as there was a point in life where I was going back home every Christmas, there's still a part of yourself that... And I think this is just true sometimes. I know we haven't talked about family a lot on this episode or on this podcast, but... That's just true of being around family It'll come up at some point But like there's this limiting aspect sometimes When like you're around these people That we call family And I think that for around the holidays Especially um, You're limiting certain parts of yourself Like you can't be yourself around those people Whether they have explicitly told you that or not Or whether it's just Something that's not talked about Like I know that like Me and my family do not talk about me being Do not talk about me being gay at all. Like, it's not... And it's not... I don't think it's, like, this cringy thing. It's not this thing that if I, like, were to bring it up, that they would be, like, up in arms about it, but... But if you brought someone home... But if I brought someone home, it's a thing, right? Like, nobody's saying the word boyfriend. Like, people are saying friend. Like, I feel like... You got a roommate? You got a roommate? Like, there's this person coming, you know what I'm saying? But, like, just the sheer fact that this, this part of who I am isn't acknowledged a lot mm-hmm. of times and not in a not in a consciously malicious way but in just like a we just choose not to talk about right
0: that. it's an erasure you and, a, like, and yeah.
1: that and that pressure and that thing is like
0: that is the thing that hurts me more i feel worse showing up and recognizing that there's parts of myself i'm supposed to not bring yeah then i do if i'm just not here right and like it sucks because, like, everyone else I'm seeing get to experience, like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most joyful time of the year. I'm like, how are you expecting me to believe that and step into that if I am not even the really the one that's supposed to be experiencing the joy? It's supposed to be this expectation of Maddie that's supposed to come home. Yeah. that is That person's supposed to be experiencing joy. That person's supposed to be coming in so stoked and happy to get presents and get presents and spend time with family and i'm like but you don't really want me there you want a version of me there that you like and like exactly that's that's not fair (laughs) like it's not fair and then
1: again like there's this expectation around the holidays and i mean we can even flip this on the other way like i'm sure that like (laughs) i know with my immediate family there's an expectation around like actually bringing somebody home and it turns into this awkward thing where oh, it's just yeah. like oh my god like stop asking me about like who i'm dating why i haven't brought anybody home for the holidays in years like why are you so why are you so obsessed with that part of my like life so i mean long story short i think what we're getting at here is like the holidays There's like this expectation around the holidays And how you're supposed to experience them And who you're supposed to be And when you go home A lot of times that is You're put under a microscope It's magnified And that expectation sort of like doubles For you to either be somebody you're not Or to have had an experience Or to experience this holiday In a certain way And the older I get The more I realize that like the holidays are actually this really sort of sad thing. Like yeah. I feel like if you watch adult if you watch movies that are like centered around adults in the holidays, there's always drama. There's always some like sad thing happening. I feel like a secret gets secret out. Secret gets out. Sure. We're taught to like admire this holiday and to like to be joyous around it when right. we're children. Because the stories we're getting are around Santa Claus and getting gifts and Surveillance getting day. and joy and you know you're supposed to be excited to be around your family because you only see these people and as you get older you're sort of like i can choose to interact with these people the way that i want to and engage with them the way that i want to and it does not have to be centered around this holiday specifically so i mean i think another as part of our brainstorm i would also push people to like I've been big on traditions I like love traditions right I don't think that I have a tradition with my friend group yet but like sort of I know that like I give gifts that's gonna happen regardless I don't necessarily expect them back but I'm gonna do that like to my friends that's maybe a tradition that I carry on I think that I push everybody to figure out like if you've want something for Christmas if you do have that sort of soft spot in your heart and you are sort of like I do want to experience this holiday but I just don't want to have to subscribe to it in the way that like my family wants to yeah find a way to build your own tradition yeah that works for you and yeah. it doesn't have to necessarily be around a Christmas tree nope. or around gift giving like nope. to your point it can be Every Christmas I go on a hike because I need to get out of the yeah. house and this is how I'm sort of showing thanks on this day or how I want to how I want to experience this yeah. day. If I choose that like I find it funny at the end of the movie, A Christmas Story. They, like, end up at a Chinese food restaurant. And I think that for the last, not last year because I was with y'all, but for, like, the two years prior, I just, like, ordered Chinese food on Christmas. And was like, that's what I want on Christmas. Like, I don't need a turkey. I don't need, like, this home-cooked meal. Like, I want Chinese food because it's gross and, like, I'm not eating it every single day. If this is going to be a special day, then I want to eat what I want to eat. Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, I want to be clear. I think it's totally cool.
0: I mean... (laughs) It sounds fake coming out of my mouth, but I mean it. Like, I think it's cool if you have a cool relationship with your family and you enjoy those things. And, like, if you're not getting to go home this year, you're like missing that and sad. And, like, you experience a lot of joy in the holidays. Like, as a queer yeah, person, I, awesome. I find it suspicious, but, like, I don't, I don't, like, think it's wrong or bad. And, like, you know, I think what's important though is that you engage in these joyful things, you make these choices because they're choices. To me, I'm just like, I'm so frustrated by the obligation of holiday that, like, it often takes the joy away from it. Mm-hmm. Even if it was maybe something that I wanted to do, the fact that I'm supposed to do it makes me, like, averse to it. You right. know what I mean? And I think making own... Well, you're making just rebellious. Your...
1: Well, yes, I know that. But
0: making making traditions in your own ways are super important. Like one of the things for me is that like in the many years that I've been out here, one of my good friends, Ethan, has like held a Hanukkah dinner sometime in December. And that has been part of my c- sort of Christmas or my holiday experience has been having Hanukkah with my friends before we, you know, or yeah. like in conjunction, sometimes the same weekend, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like I've had joy in finding the spaces to gather. My brother's birthday is in December. I have a friend, Chris, who starts off, like I enjoy celebrating the birthdays and just like making time. I I do try and make sure I have a really good job of still creating some break and slowing down for myself. I think that that has been super important. That's a way that I have like been able to engage in the holidays and is not as stressful of a manner is like, don't take red eyes to just show up and turn around and not have a good thing. I just. I think saying no is such a beautiful thing as an adult. Mm -hmm. And I think it becomes scary to say no when there is all this obligation around it. And sometimes it can be really sad to be like, mom, I don't want to come home for Christmas. I'll Mm -hmm. try and find another time to see you or whatever. And like, that can be a really hard thing to step into the choices that you want to make to either set new traditions or set a tradition of being like, that holiday is capitalist as fuck. It, like, makes people feel bad for no reason. And, like, there's always these, like, you know, like, well, we're going to, like, volunteer at the soup kitchen tomorrow. Like, kind of, like, absolving ourselves of the, like, abundance that we're engaging in that Don't happens. That. <laughs> I, I mean, some people do. I'm just saying, I'm, say, uh, I'm saying that there's, like, the holidays are sad for a lot of people. Both yeah. folks who are grieving and and also... Grieving this year I feel like it's just gonna be a tough time and I think some things that are important to think about are like Making sure like whenever you hear this if you haven't already done this Make sure you have a few people to touch base with in some way like If you're going home and it's not a safe space make sure you have a couple people that you can kind of text at any time Mm -hmm. make sure Honestly, it's kind of sucks But if you have to go home for the holidays and it's not the safest place for you make an escape plan like make that beforehand like make sure you know someone that can pick you up at any time versus when you're in the scared state and sort of frantically trying to figure out what you're going to do um but i think you know for me family means something different than the people i grew up with like family is much more of a choice for me at this moment and like finding ways to celebrate with them has been really important but in ways that are not just trying to recreate what i had with growing up like mm-hmm. i want to i don't know i feel like honestly though i put unrealistic ex- expectations around new years and get like bummed out around new years when it isn't the thing that i want it to be See. <laughs> um so i i mean i understand the like weight of a holiday sort of
1: having like well
0: whatever,
1: we all but... choose well some of us just don't celebrate holidays at all and that's fine that's yeah. your business um But I also feel like So like for me for instance I celebrate Christmas so hard Because I don't really celebrate Any other holiday that hard Right like Literally no other holiday Like I'm not like crazy About anything else I'm usually like Oh okay This is something that Mm -hmm. We're gonna like Do fireworks Okay cool Oh okay Like Valentine's Day Yeah I don't know what that is So like it's just like Christmas is the one thing That I'm like I can get into this Because I understand I understand I understand it I have made it my own thing now and it's not something that I hold expectations to but I also think that it's a good time to it's a good time and a scary time to set up boundaries and yes. and and actually test yourself on those boundaries Yeah, and I think that that is almost one of those things that I've learned to look forward to in a weird way yeah. on Christmas where it's like this is a day that I get to there are two days of the year I feel like I truly get to control. My okay. birthday and, and Christmas. Christmas. Okay. <laughs> it's like those are the two days that I'm like, things get to go my way. Yeah, and if they o- don't, o- I get to. Only
0: child shit again. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm yeah. like,
1: and if they don't, I don't even have to like accept them as a part of my reality. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like on Christmas there's always this boundary setting that I like to either test out with my family or you know, if I'm not around them, and even if I am, it's like this is how I'm going to interact with them. Yeah. This is a time for me to like, all that shit I've been talking for the last like eight months that like, because I haven't had to do it like in real life. Yeah. Now's the time that I'm actually going to have to do it. And yes, it's scary, but it's also, and this sounds so cliche and woo woo, like lean into your whatever power, I guess sometimes. But it's like, that is exciting for me. Like I want to know, like when I am around my parents, who I have not seen in the last 11 months mm-hmm. What's going to be different this time Like what can I do differently mm. And instead of like Going into it thinking I'm the same scared kid And I'm going to have to do the things that they say Like last I wasn't with my parents for Christmas Last year but I was with them like two weeks Before Christmas because it was cheaper to be To travel yeah, yeah. in. And I was around them for I think a week And at some point I was like I'm getting no grinder and like, I want some dicks. so that's what I did, I like, went and did that, and my mom had all these fucking questions the next day, and I was just like, wow. you don't need to know anything about that, like, am I here now, this morning, eating breakfast with you? Okay, then, like, oh my God. don't need to know where I was last night, and she even asked, like, were you, like, having sex, and I'm like, maybe, maybe not, like for me that was fun because it hadn't been something I had done before and I think it was something that to my point earlier I had been so limiting like in my life with like it's Christmas I have to sit in this house I have to like be available like if I need to use a car I have to like ask and do all this that and the third and like Last Christmas was the first time I was like, I want to do this tonight and I'm going to do it because I'm an adult and yeah. like I don't need to ask my parents permission to go Absolutely. out and like meet somebody if that's what yeah. I want to go do. So I don't know. I look forward to the holidays in that sense because it's like, what is something else? How? What is another sort of... What's the next wrong in the ladder I can take with setting up more boundaries that work for yeah. me, like around these people? But I also understand that is not something everybody can do. No And, and I think
0: for, for folks that not everyone can do that, but you're still, you know, either forced or coerced or whatever into a situation that isn't great, deception is your friend. You know, like mm-hmm. create in your mind the answer to the question that you're gonna get ninety two times. You already either know about, you know, what are you doing if you're in school what are you studying and what do you do after uh what do you do like for fun or like who are you dating just lie make up lies Just lie. and and then let that be the way that you're taking ownership of the situation is just by like
1: fucking lying <laughs> like i think um especially if especially if you know they don't care. Like not that they don't care, but like they're just being nosy.
0: Or all they care about is that you're gay. And yeah. so they're just asking to sort of either let you know that it's not cool that you know what I mean or yeah. like to sort of try and get some evidence where they can sleep at night or exactly. whatever. You them know them when shit. somebody
1: genuinely is asking you that yes. and cares. And obviously use your like own Like the cool intuition.
0: cousin you take a walk with.
1: Take, take a walk, walk your doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Family,
0: like, yeah, I am of Find some alleys in your Yeah, family,
1: The ones that you know are just being nosy are more obsessed with the fact that you're gay and are just trying to get some sort of peek into your lifestyle, but could give two shits about like
0: you, you truly lie. Yeah.
1: I say spin up the most like fascinating tale you can.
0: Yep. it's. I mean, like, I mean, obviously that isn't like this sort of brainstorm advice session is like not tailored to one type of person. Right. It's like use the tool that sort of speaks to you in this Mm -hmm. moment, you know, but, um, I just think, Lying, having a backup plan or an escape plan, having sure, making sure that you have people to contact or a plan if you want to talk to your family. Making sure you're setting up. Um, my friend told me that their partner is like sending all of their family these like chocolate mold things, and then everyone's gonna get on Zoom and then decorate them together at the same time. Like they're gonna all get the same thing, and like so like there's that's little things that you can idea. do distantly. That's cute. I think if you're someone who has found sort of solace in queer family and making other traditions that are outside your family. And then this year you kind of have to both mourn what you're not able to experience from your family of origin. And then also because of COVID not able to experience with your chosen family, like finding some digital connection within that is going to be really important. If the holidays are a super depressive time for you, either new years or if someone has a birthday around this time or Christmas like they can just be a depressive time because of winter and then also all this pressure Start working on a self-soothe kit like think about the things that bring you go to the grocery store now and buy those things that you know you're gonna want during that time like Mm -hmm. Get the movies on deck or like pre-purchase them that you know are gonna be what you need to just like get Like don't let you hate Christmas, but you love Halloween, you know fucking smoke a bowl and watch the Scream series on Christmas, you know? Or Nightmare Before Christmas. Or Nightmare Before Christmas or whatever. (laughs) Like, I just think that, um, drugs are great, Those are great! Do those! (laughs) Do it!
1: Honestly, this is, I keep coming back to this and it's just... Drugs. (laughs) Drugs. I keep coming back to drugs and this is what I recommend. Mm. No. What I keep coming back to, and it's just what you're stating here, is this... Holiday season is going to be different and weird for everybody. Yeah. Like, it's just the state of the world right now. Yeah, I have found solace because I, I've i moved around a lot. I've had a lot of change in life. I usually am sad around the holidays as much as I love the holidays. The number one piece of advice I have is just get creative and make, and own it. Like, own the holiday for yeah. yourself. And I think that... That is one thing that we're speaking towards, yeah. like with all of this, like just get creative and yeah. do something because if you, if you sit around and sort of sit in this nostalgia and sit in this, this sort of should be like this, like this is how the holidays should be. Yeah. This is what is expected of me. This is what the lack, like this is how the holidays have gone up until now. Let's say you've had great holidays and this is the first sucky one because you're quarantined and you have to sit indoors. Yeah don't get so wrapped up in that instead figure out like what you can do to make the holidays your own and hold gratitude for the fact that you used to have good
0: holidays like a lot of people rarely experience a quote good holiday holiday. you know so like not to be all like you know like hold space for your privilege or whatever but like there's like there is something to the fact that you mourn not having a good holiday you know what i mean like
1: you appreciate and you also
0: appreciate it when we can do
1: this next year for real,
0: right and i think um you know for in addition to or like in connected with that sort of stepping into and owning your version of whatever's going to happen this year um you know own the sadness too you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like just running away from the sadness i think that there's a balance between like not letting yourself spiral but then also suppressing to the point where it's just going to show up january 8th you know what i mean like like you need like you need to make sure that like there's you know i'm someone who's been slowly creating boundaries with my parents and stuff for several years and so it's not as hard For me to like say no or not do this or that, it doesn't always make it less sad, though. You know what I mean? And so like, even though I am excited for the plans that I have this year, which are very scaled back and, you know, adaptive, um, it still doesn't also make me a little bit sad that I wouldn't have found the sort of option that I grew up with even viable yeah. like that's still sad it also though doesn't mean that I need to sit in that
1: sadness and take on that shame it's like
0: I want to make my own fucking mashed potatoes and I'll watch mm-hmm. what I want to watch <laughs> I say <laughs> you know? listen
1: this is my recommended routine you wake up on Christmas day or wake up on whatever day because we don't just mm-hmm. celebrate Christmas yeah we're in the middle of Hanukkah we're in the right now Hanukkah at the moment um, wake up um, if you have gifts open them cry Yeah. go wash your face eat some breakfast watch a holiday movie cry at the end of it then get up have a little dance party yeah do some drugs oh eat don't forget to eat Eat. god don't forget to eat buy
0: yourself something (laughs) if you're someone who like buy yourself something buy yourself something i giving myself gifts is like one of my favorite things to do
1: yeah that's it. what I did last night. I know. I thought I was like, I'm going to buy gifts for people. And then I was like, actually, I to And a little this. something for me. I, it was a lot of something for me. I was like, yes, I think I bought good. more things for myself than I did for friends. But whatever. I deserve. It's been a tough year for yeah. everybody. And you deserve it. Even too. if you were a bad little boy, who cares? Put it on a credit card. You deserve card. more. Yeah. <laughs> the world's burning. Who the cares? World is, the world is burning, y'all. Go buy what you Literally, want Literally, what now. is $200 more on your credit card debt? Like, just, what is it? At this point, capitalism is... <laughs> At a peak. At its peak. It's yeah. going to crumble soon. You might as well just go buy the shit now.
0: I mean, I don't know about all that. I'm just saying, like, not having credit card debt is, like, not morally superior. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just no. like It's just a thing.
1: I say if you don't need a credit score for something right now, then, like, fuck it. I
0: mean... <laughs> I hear you. My credit score is simultaneously both good and
1: I have debt. You know, it's both things. Mine is at that place where I'm like, you know, I'm one bad purchase decision away from this not being great, but it's okay. I'm one sad month away from (laughs) that. I'm one, like, I need retail therapy and then I'm going to be right back in the pot. But I'm doing great right now.
0: That is one thing that... Honestly, that's one thing for 2021 that I'm hoping I can think about is like I need to stop making things. purchases to make myself feel better. Yeah. And specifically purchases that oh, I can't afford. Is. Like that's a, whenever it's on that like borderline of like I can totally afford it or not. That's the kind of purchase that I'm just like <gasps> serotonin like, <it's> like <laughs> I need it. Yeah. <laughs> um no, I I We're all in a lot of different spaces for this time and I think we just wanted to kind of create some space to allow room for the joy, allow room for the shit, and just make sure that maybe a couple weeks before the actual holiday hits, plan ahead, do what you need to do, step into your power, set those boundaries, call your babes up, make a cookie, you know, do the thing. You want to take a quick break?
1: Yeah, let's take a quick break and come back.
0: Almost
1: waited to come. Maddie told me to intro the things, so I'm introing the things. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Shannon. Good job. Um take your meds. You wanna go first? You want me to go first? Um, it looks like you want me to go first, so I can't um
0: Hmm Okay, uh Friday was a day that I had off and I just I baked and I did watercolors and listened to music all day. Like, literally, I woke up, showered, and then just kind of, like, got ready for the day, but all I did was go downstairs and just moved from, like, the kitchen to where I was painting, and then, like, made dinner, and then it was suddenly, like, 7 o'clock, and I just was like, "Wow, okay, and then I went to bed, and, it, like, I mean, I didn't, like, go to sleep at 7, I just, like, started watching TV <laughs> at that time. It's pretty early. But, um... It's been dark for five years. So, yeah, like, I don't... Um, but also yesterday, uh, honestly, that was a very good day. It was like Spencer was working and we were both kind of in the same space, but in kind of different worlds. It was cute. Um And then also yesterday, though, I got this email about this paper that I had written like quickly. And I was like simultaneously proud of it, but I couldn't tell if it was good because it was due at midnight. I finished at 10 p.m. So I hit submit. You know what I mean? Um but I got this like really, really nice email from my professor who essentially was just like... The shit was rad and listed the reasons why it was rad. And like, I don't always feel stupid, but I I do often feel like my academic talent is wasted on my pop culture knowledge. Or wasted on like the bullshit that I talk or, you know, drugs. And so I'm like... <laughs> so when I get praised for uh, papers or things that I write and like praise for my ideas... It it makes me feel good because I think I forget sometimes because I'm so stressed out about grad school that I'm not like doing the worst in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're smart. You're
1: intellectual. Party. I wouldn't hang out with you if you weren't <laughs> I'd out with dumb people. What meds you got? Um, I struggled to figure out what my meds were this week only because I've just because I think I've only just been watching America's Next Top Model and like working. Okay and I was like Niall DeMarco season that's where I'm at now yeah um he is a babe he's a babe um so that's still bringing me joy, America's Next Top Model, because it is a mess. It's a mess. But it's like the kind of comfort television you need during these dark days. Because so. like, you get to watch their stress of
0: going to their go-tos, of, yeah. like which are some the most stressful things for no reason. For no reason. They're I'm like, just Why intentionally are dri- like dr- driven slower to the next place than they need to be. Um, it makes no sense. And, and you're just like,
1: well, at least that's not happening to me. Right. <laughs> or nobody's telling me to fucking like, stick my neck out every two seconds. Oh my God, that guy screams at these models. Like, screams at them every single time. And I'm like, at first I thought, well, he's saying, you know, informative things that they need to know. And then I started to think about it and I was like, oh, I think he just, he just likes to scream. Like, I don't think he knows how to talk in a normal voice. I don't even think he's being mean. I think he just yells. I mean, every day that
0: goes by, I feel more and more like that girl from that earlier season who, like, clomped in she's like I don't want to be here anymore I can't take the pressure off (laughs) it and Tyra's like are you sure she's like I can't do (laughs) it and just turns around and stomps away but the way she says pressure off it it just I (laughs) can't do it I can't take the pressure off it (laughs) I think about it all the time anyway I feel like her (laughs) she had that like ugly little shortcut
1: Swang in her arms. They all have that cut. I feel I like know. all makeovers are. Tyra ours. is. We're gonna cut all your hair off and dye your hair blonde. Tyra and was like... mean. She's, She's like, was... oh, you're a Mormon and been growing your hair oh, since you were two I and a half. I also saw the episode that Chantel was on, the one that has vitiligo, and oh. the guy that I said all he does is yell, calling her panda, and like. Literally it was like a fifteen minute bit and I watched it because I usually just fast forward through like the drama. Talking. I just literally <laughs> want to see the challenge, the photo shoot, and who's staying and who's going. Yeah. But for her I was like, Well, I wanna see this Except for in Jade's season because she was funny. Yeah, yeah. She was mean. She was, yeah. <laughs> um so anyways. They, like, have this whole 15-minute thing where she's, like, can you, like, not call me Panda? Because it's, like, rude. And he's essentially, like, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm saying it as a term of endearment. Also, I can't pull anything else out of you on the photo shoot unless, like, I feel like I have to soften you by calling you Panda. And she's, like, no, stop calling me that. And he's just, like, going back and forth with her. And I'm, like, this is insane. Like, this woman is telling you not to call her something. And you are, like... Essentially telling her, No, I'm gonna keep calling yeah. you that because I want to, because I think it's a term of endearment. I feel like America's Next Top model helped hold back the fashion industry for
0: so long because oh, yeah. it kept like reinforcing the rules. Yeah. Like whereas like if they had just from the jump were like, that's a model because we say it's a model. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's beautiful because she's inherently beautiful, inherently whatever that beautiful. looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um I just think about like uh how because like you said the model of vitiligo and i'm like i can think of like i don't know names because like do models have names i don't know but um <laughs> like three women right now you know that like yeah i've seen many times there's like also that like genderqueer um kid who has the like he's a wheelchair user and he's been in a lot of um campaigns recently too wow. Oh. I'm just saying it's like I feel like we're entering a cooler yeah. stage of fashion which I fashion. appreciate
1: as well. And I think that I mean it's just it's funny cuz they I agree. They were talk they talk about the rules a lot and like when she's pushing back and she's like I don't like this, he's essentially just like well like you work for me. And it's like mm. that's not a reason to just disrespect people yeah. because you're paying them. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it's it's ringing me joy because we're not I think we've made progress beyond that okay. place. I think, yeah, maybe yeah. possibly. So it's just—it's interesting. You're like, to oh, watch. look at this cultural relic. Yeah, it's yeah. just like God. Y'all were like fucked up. <laughs> I mean, outside of all of that, Tyra is just like a mess. Like she's a, me- like, a mess. Like mess. <sighs> watch the show. I say watch it. It's funny. It's I like. It's a just good dumb television. Um. Also, I don't remember if I told y'all I got new sheets, but I got new sheets and AM. they are. They are working wonders for me. Love that. Yeah. Um, caressing your very... What'd you say earlier? A warm ass? A warm pussy. A warm pussy? <laughs> Keeping you t- not caressing my pussy. I've actually... <laughs> Could you imagine if you slept by, like, spreading a cheek and tucking... Like, that's
0: what being tucked in meant. <laughs> you, like, just, like... Um, you were like, no! good, good night, and just, like, tuck into the... <laughs> no! Uh... <laughs> this bare sheet.
1: Ow! I actually make it a mission of mine This is probably TMI But I literally just am like I love these sheets so much I don't want anything to get on them Like anything So like You're fully clothed I'm always like fully clothed (laughs) (laughs) Just full jeans Yeah I was like I want to sleep nude in them to feel them But also like No I don't want anything touching these sheets No leaking Yeah Blue was like sniffing them the other day And I like yelled at him I was like get away from those sheets Those are not for you (laughs) What homework we got homework uh is make your own holiday tradition okay it's yeah like for real i'm serious like find something new to do this has been a weird year so find something new to do this year that is gonna it's gonna spark joy for you love that. whatever that is just find something new to do an
0: example for also people who are not traditions people i've sort of made it an unofficial tradition to sort of like try and do something new every holiday season so, like, that is a way to have something that you do that is not going to look the same every year. Tradition you know I mean? could
1: also just be, like, I ain't doing no fucking traditions. I'm just going to do what I want this year. That's my tradition. Yeah. I don't do traditions. I don't do traditions. Okay.
0: <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at QBTPod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Big thanks to Momager Allie Kilts for editing. And you, you've been listening to Marky and Shanti Darling. They are our music during the episodes. Um, I think we might have like a couple little mini
1: drops, but... Yeah, we don't know what y'all are going to hear we, from us. This is like,
0: consider this the last like long episode of 2020. Yeah. We might like drop in and say hi. We need a break. We might we drop a like break. a...
1: Uh... A best We of. should do our own, like, Euphoria, like, Shawnee episode, Maddie episode, like, Rue and, like, um... And Jules. Okay. Let's think about it. Do, does... Are we interviewing the other person, though? Like, no, they're just, like, little nugget episodes where we're like, it's just us. Okay, I see. It's just the night. We've got ideas. Okay. we got ideas. You'll see, see you later. See. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to talk slick, all up in my ear and
0: shit.